ever wanted to get fit like an athlete, get into the shape of your life, fulfill your true potential? I'm Coach Chloe, trainer of professional Olympic athletes and visionaries worldwide who want this for themselves and know that they are able or they're willing to fulfill their true potential and they're ready. So I decided to create a series of cardio audio workouts and mindset tips. I want to share my own lessons that I have learned as an athlete myself. I'm currently aiming for the Commonwealth Games and I want to share these with you and help you fulfill your true potential. Hey everyone, Coach Chloe and I thought it would be a really fun episode today to talk about what's the most important thing to be getting fit as a beginner. And I know that it can be frustrating as a beginner because it can be discouraging when you begin your journey of getting fit and then it's like, oh my gosh, this just feels too hard. Is this even possible? Can I even get fit? Like, I'm not a born athlete. Um, I'm not a runner, but maybe you want to run. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of belief, I suppose, and false myths and stuff of like, if you're not a born runner, you're not going to be a runner. Or if you don't look like an athlete, or if you don't have the body for it or whatever, then maybe it's not for you. But I'm here to tell you that it is all possible and that I have clients who have had all of those beliefs. And then within the year, they went from having never run to being able to do 45 minutes of fartlek training, to be running hills, to be in the absolute best shape of their lives. And they actually, for the first time in their life, felt like an athlete. And I think part of that was releasing beliefs about themselves, maybe that other people had placed on them throughout life, maybe school. You know, PE and school isn't always a fun place for everybody. And I just want to share some really simple tips that can help you on your journey to getting fit as a beginner. Okay. So what are some of the tips that I have around getting fit as a beginner? Well, the first one is (laughs) don't do absolutely anything under the sun because it's likely that you might find a program that you think looks great. Maybe everybody else is doing it, but it's not for you as a beginner. You know, going and running 5K is not the place for a beginner to begin. Even running next to somebody who is not your coach, is probably also not the best way to begin. (laughs) Because the way a beginner is best to start is by something that is really easy. Because if you start with something easy, it's going to give you confidence to keep going. And as a beginner, I find that really, really important to build confidence quickly at the beginning. Because it's what is going to keep you wanting to keep going. Wanting to try more to maybe I can do that I've totally got this maybe I really can do this and through having that confidence gives you so much power and it completely changes your energy moving forwards so walking walking is a really great place to start can you walk for a few k maybe can you increase your pace can you walk up hills Can you walk upstairs? Walking is such a brilliant place to begin and I think it's often missed because it is so simple. 
but as a beginner this is the perfect place to start so I'll give you an example if you live near a hill if you can already walk a couple of kilometers on a flat surface I would encourage you to find a hill it doesn't have to be long it could be like 50 meters and you would walk up it walk back down walk up it walk back down and you know you might set a timer and you're like all right I'm gonna see how long it takes me to walk five hills whatever length it is and then maybe the following week you try it again and you either see what the time is or when you reach five maybe you're like I'm just gonna do one more and then the following week you might just do the same and just see if the time is the same and then the following week you might add another hill and so forth but it's not something that you need to be doing every single day doing hills could be done literally once a week for myself as an athlete in pre-season or even in season I would only do hills or stairs once per week I would literally do running only three times per week as a maximum and there was certain phases where I might do four but it was quite rare and so don't feel like you have to do a ton, a ton of work in order to improve your fitness. You'd be surprised at how much the smallest things can really add up. So walking up hills, walking up stairs, things like that is a brilliant, brilliant way to begin. The next part after that could be, well, this could be during like another session throughout your week, could be to snail jog for two to five minutes. And when I mean snail jog, I mean literally you're just lifting your feet up off the floor and you are shuffling forwards, but you're trying to maintain that slow pace for two to five minutes. Because if someone was running with you and you picked up your pace and it was fast, you might only last 20 to 30 seconds and that can be really discouraging. So when I say snail pace, I mean like an 80 year old man or 80 year old grandma would be able to pass you walking. Honestly, it really works. Like for me, the last 11 years I've been training, I mean, this is the first year in 11 years that I haven't done it, but every year (coughs) I would do, like I started in like my pre-seasons with 10 to 20 minutes of snail jogging and I've done it for 10 years. And I do that because when you really slow down like that, you are using completely different muscles it takes a lot more effort to slow down and when we do that we use smaller muscles we use little stabilizer muscles around our ankles and in our feet and I mean if possible if you're in a safe environment I would encourage you to do this barefoot you know if you've got some safe grass that you know is free of you know glass or anything sharp I would highly recommend doing it barefoot because remember your feet are another like thing that uses for senses in your body and when it absorbs that information through the floor it's a different kind of feedback for your body and for your brain and it can be really potent so two to five minutes of a snail jog and then when you can reach the five minute mark you might repeat that for a week or two and then you would do two rounds of it with a break in the middle so you might do five minutes and then you might pause and do some stretching do five minutes of one of my maybe my five minute Pilates workout and then you would run again and you would do that two times and then eventually you would aim to do that five times until you can do a 10 minute block non-stop 
So you can see how there is a really specific way of sequencing and structuring workouts like this so that whether you're a beginner, intermediate or advanced, that you're really getting the most out of your workout and that you're doing it in a safe, efficient way. That's really important to me is that we are always finding the most efficient way to get what we want. You know, the funnest, most efficient way. Because if it's not fun, why are you doing it? Even as a beginner, I mean, at the beginning, it might not feel fun, but that's because you're developing a new habit. But then once you become confident in what you're doing and you realize, wow, I can really do this, it might really start to be fun. So give yourself that time. Start with the walking. Try some hill walks or some stair walks. Try the snail jog for two to five minutes. Try all these different variations and let me know what it feels like. Try it out for at least a month and see what progressions happen over that time. It's really cool if you have a little notebook for training that you journal this stuff out. Keep track of all your sessions because if you can look back and you can see, wow, three weeks ago I could only do two minutes and three weeks later I'm up to seven. You know, you might not remember that, but if you keep record of it and you might put out of 10 how you felt mentally or physically after each session or during whatever, and this gives you things to reflect on and it gives you things to also look back on and feel proud of yourself and just see the progress that you're also making. So I hope that this was helpful. If you have any specific questions around getting fit as a beginner, please let me know in the comments if you can make a comment or you can, I'm pretty sure you can even leave a little voice note. I would absolutely love that. And I will address different things as I, as I get them. But this is such a fun topic for me because even, you know, after I had my son, I, I went back to a complete beginner, which for me, I felt like I never had been before. And so it really gave me a huge like eye-opening experience of how to really safely build from the ground up and so now I'm really able to help you go through that from having been there myself so thank you so much for joining me and tuning in and you will hear a little beginner fartlek session in the next coming weeks I'm going to do a three-part series of beginner fartlek and this will be once you've been able to jog for at least five minutes so I look forward to hearing your feedback on all of these and I'll see you on the next one Ciao for now.